Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just Show Up with Janine. I am your host, Janine Youngworth. And I am so very grateful that you are here joining me today. It's pretty amazing um, what knowledge and information comes to me as I question things and seek truth. And I know that many of you also have this capacity and I'm going to say all of you have this capacity to do the same work and acknowledge what you know and that you are different and that you are here to be and do something different in this world. And in all honesty, I cannot do this work alone. Together, united, we are stronger. And so I'm going to share something today that I've been playing with for a number of years now. And it came up in a reading that I did yesterday for a client of mine. And I ran out of time because I had another appointment after her. But I decided that I would do what I wanted to tell her in a conversation over a podcast so that all of you could learn the same thing. And so how I see it is kind of like the Wright brothers had a dream back in the day of flying one day and they were determined and they knew somehow that it was possible and a lot of people thought they were crazy and they kept making attempts to make it happen and yet now flying is just a regular part of our lives we don't even think twice about it and so this is how what I'm about to share with you in changing energy and what we are capable of as infinite beings, I'm going to invite you to something that maybe you never thought was possible. So everything is energy. We already know that. I remember being in science class when I was a kid, sitting in my desk, and the teacher saying that everything is made up of molecules, and molecules are at a certain rate of vibration, And when something is solid, it's a very low rate of vibration, and that's how something appears to be solid. And I just remembered looking at my desk thinking, really, there's molecules that are at a vibration, like that are actually moving in this desk right now. It just kind of blew my mind, and I didn't understand it. And yet even then, I knew that there was some truth to what I was being taught, even though my eyes couldn't see anything. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the science right now in very, very simple terms. So everything is at a rate of vibration. Okay, so everything is made up of molecules. And those molecules, energy is always moving, right? So the, the definition of energy is it cannot be created or destroyed, it simply moves through form into form and out of form. So the oxygen in the air that we breathe is at such a high rate of vibration that we cannot see the oxygen. I like to use water as an analogy of the many different forms where water is as solid as ice and water as liquid or H2O, I guess we should be calling it because water is the liquid state, ice is the solid state. Um, And then there's steam which you can still see, but you can easily move through. 
And then there's humidity, which we cannot see, but we can certainly feel when the humidity is up, either when it's really hot out, it seems more extreme, or when it's cold out, it seems more extreme. I find that humidity just moves through your clothing, right? So that's something that we cannot see. So everything is energy. And when we start to acknowledge that and start to look at these things as that, we are potential manipulators of energy. So I'm going to give you several examples in this podcast, one of which being energetic barriers. And if you listen to my meditation day two, I talk about energetic barriers. And so energetic barriers are something we are not conscious of, but we we do it subconsciously. So if you're around someone who is very negative or defensive or standoffish, your barriers will go up. Or if you feel threatened, your barriers will go up. And so in this reality, I say there's many lies around energy and how we, you know, protect ourselves and how we react to things. And so that is just unconsciousness or lack of information. So as I've become more and more aware of these energetic barriers and played with them, I've learned a lot over the years, especially if I'm seeing something when I'm doing work with a client and I can see what's taking place energetically. It's really, really cool um, what I'm able to see. So when you have a difficult relationship, that's what will happen. Your barriers will go up. Theirs are already already up all the time. And as you become more and more conscious of these energetic barriers, you'll start to play with them and you'll start to say barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. And that's how you remove your energetic barriers. Now, what energetic barriers serve to do is keep us separated. Okay, so when we feel like we need protection, we'll have a barrier up to protect ourselves. However, that's one of the lies. An infinite being would never need protection. Okay, when we're our infinite self and no longer in a body, we are in that state of pure joy. We are with source energy. Okay, that's where we are in that infinite wisdom, all possibilities and all knowing. That's the best way I can describe it. So an infinite being would never need protection because you are out of judgment. You're out of things being good, bad, right, wrong. And nothing can affect you if you're acknowledging that just everything is energy. Okay? White is not better than black. And up is not better than down. So this is one of the teachings in the Bible around judgment, right? So for myself, what I've come to notice is if I'm willing to see the darkness, if I'm willing to see the unconsciousness, if I'm willing to see the, all of the bad things in the world... I'm able to expose that darkness, evil, bad. Again, these are all just labels, okay? I don't I don't have a point of view about them. I'm just willing to receive and be aware of them. And when you are, um darkness cannot exist where there is light. Okay? So you go into a dark room, you have no information right? You don't know where you are. You have no perspective. Turn on the light. Now you have the information. Okay. That's, that's the only difference between light and darkness. Okay. So 
Now back to the energetic barriers. When you lower your barriers, it does feel like you're being vulnerable, but that's the lie that you are buying. So I'm going to give an example of the other day we went to visit my father and I love him dearly. He knows what he knows, but he is truly, um, you know, he can be very negative. So knowing this, sometimes I choose to not be around him because that can be very, very draining for me. But it can be more draining when I have my barriers up and I'm not willing to acknowledge what's going on and change it. So going based on that, um, we were visiting and an argument kind of ensued or a discussion. I would call it an argument because that's kind of where he goes is argumentative, defensive. Everything's black and white. He's got to be right. You're wrong. Go get the blow dryer. So I basically just was aware of what was happening and I lowered my barriers. Because that's the first thing that we will do is our barriers will go up. And then from there, you kind of, I, I guess I just, as I lowered my barriers... I decided to be space for what was about to ensue. So then, as you're willing to do that, you're being light to all of the unconsciousness and um, it is unconsciousness. Like I don't believe my father is aware a lot of times how he's even reacting it's just something he's done his whole life it's the way he's been his whole life not right not wrong it's just again acknowledging and being aware of where he's functioning from okay that's that's unconsciousness and so as i demanded truth in the conversation um, because it was an important conversation around gun laws and what happened in New Zealand. And, of course, my dad has family in New Zealand, so he's very, you know, he's going to be even more defensive. So when you're defending for or against something, you won't be able to see all sides. It's almost like having tunnel vision. So defending for or against something is never the right way to change something or to bring more light or information to a subject or topic, okay? So just keep that in mind. Um, so as I was observing these two having an argument, and I mean, my husband and I have been married for, it's going to be 25 years, and I've seen many arguments ensue um, between them. And I'm going to say on my husband's part, it's just he wants to have a discussion. Um, he's very intelligent. He's up on world events. And um, anyway, it was very interesting to observe as I lowered my barriers. And the thing is, when you lower your barriers, theirs will kind of automatically go down because there's, again, it's a subconscious thing, unconscious thing. And so I just watched as it changed. And honestly, they ended up agreeing to disagree, 
And so it was really, really, really cool to observe what I contributed to that conversation. Um, you know, all while demanding truth, which brings in... So there's a universal law out there called, like, when you demand truth, truth has to be revealed to you. So this is kind of a cool little exercise that you can do with friends, family, especially your children, where if you're asking them a question in your head, you say truth. It's like a universal law. And I think I talked about this yesterday in another podcast. I don't know if it was a meditation or if it was, I think it might've been the political one that I did. Um, But it's a universal law, just like the law of gravity. We all know what happens when you hold a pen out in midair and you let it go. It falls down. Doesn't matter who you are, what part of the world you live in, it's all the same. And so when you demand truth in your head, so if someone you're asking someone a question and I'll say truth in my head, they'll if they're going to lie, they'll either um, lie so bad that it's obvious to everyone, or sometimes they'll just blurt the truth out and have a look of shock on their face. Okay, and so that's how you demand truth. And this is so required in the world today. There's so many lies. There's so much deception. Um, Well, you heard my podcast yesterday. I don't need to go there right now. So the other example that I want to share with you is several years ago, we went to a football game. There was a new team in the league and um, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders were playing them. And it was my first time being in the stadium. Now, if you're not familiar with Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans, I am going to say they are the most dedicated fans that I know out there. Um, The energy is amazing. Uh, You can go anywhere in the world and see Rough Rider gear. Um, We were in New York and there was somebody wearing a Rough Rider t-shirt. In in Hawaii, uh, my husband was wearing his Rough Rider hat and the guy behind the counter started ask, telling us how our team was doing. And we're like, how do you know so much about the Rough Riders? He said, there's so many of you fans out there and you, you guys keep me informed. And so that's truly Rough Rider fans for you. So when we went to this game, being in that stadium, and of course me being very aware of energy, the energy was amazing like amazing you could just feel the excitement you could just feel the unity of the people and so as the game went on um the rough riders made a few poor plays which you know it's going to happen right can't be 100 percent all the time and but what i noticed was that the energy in the stadium dropped that people were losing faith in their team and i thought we're, we're, we're sometimes known the fans as the 13th man. Okay. Because it's like, we keep our team going. We believe in our team. We have that faith and I could feel it dropping. And so, um, we were with friends of ours. My girlfriend knows what I do, um, and what I teach, um, and is very open. And her son, actually, I had helped him on the drive up to the game with a few things and showed him that everything is just energy and what he can be differently to, you know, he plays football and he was having some issues. So I was teaching him some tools on how to change the energy and be more confident, etc. And he felt the shifts. So, you know, he had that experience behind him at the game. So I just said, do you guys want to play with me? And so 
Um, what we did was we did some contributions to the team. We did some one, two, threes, and it was cool because the team kind of came back a little bit. And um, But then I was kind of aware that they weren't really willing or wanting to play with me. Um, I get it. It is it is a little weird and and our minds do go to really like does this really work like it is out there um so I just decided to just um do my own thing so it was a nail biter everyone was on the edge of their seats honestly the entire game and it was very stressful I could feel the stress of the crowd um and so when I would go into my zone and ask you know, what energy, space, and consciousness I could be for the team. And if you can't remember to say that, I'll just say, I'll just teach my my clients and my students, I'll just say like, um, what do I need to be right now? Okay, I say energy, space, and consciousness, because I'm accessing energy on a deep level. But I do feel that you can say, what do I need to be right now and still be that powerful source? So I would go into that, and as soon as I would ask that question, I would come into a state of being similar to meditation, and it would pull me out of this reality's version of the stress of the game, and I would go into this other zone. And then I would kind of get awareness around what I could be for the team, contributing to the team. Um, I would get awareness around what was required so that they could work together better, like it was really mind blowing and amazing to me how I would go in and out of these states and how I would feel while I was in them. And I think many of you know what it's like to be in a zone. Um, athletes talk about being in the zone a lot. And that's where you're not in your thinking mind. It's a state of being. And it's just, and just from there, you just know how to be in the right place at the right time. Like everything just works. That's awareness, you guys. Okay. Are you willing to choose this? Are you willing to be it? Are you willing to play with it? And so what ended up ensuing, what ended up happening was our team came back and we won. And I had to, in those moments, acknowledge that I contributed. And I'm sure there were other people in the crowd that were contributing, but not consciously, just through their positivity and their faith in the team, yada, yada. It doesn't, doesn't matter how it comes about. But I knew that I was the one contributor um, that completely changed that game that day. And it wasn't about leaving with a big ego and my head being big and look at what I can do. Because that's not about creating something beyond ourselves selfishly and creating something greater in the universe that's good for all. It was around me acknowledging what is possible, number one. Number two, if we end up um, in a war and, you know, needing to defend our people, what I can be capable of, okay? So it was beyond just a game. It was beyond myself. It was around what I could, what energy I could be to create a change. So I share this with you so that you know what is possible, and so just recently I was at a hockey game, same idea. Okay, so it, it was, the, it was um, the last game of the season. They were playing a tough team. This team has um, a reputation of playing dirty. Their coach tells them to play dirty. And it's obvious. And I didn't want to see our players get hurt because we're heading into playoffs. 
Our team is is number one in the league, which is super cool. We haven't been in this place for a long time, and they've worked really hard. And we have um, actually the assistant manager is a tenant of ours, so we talked to him quite a bit, and he just said this is a really special team. They, He said there's just a really special connection. Um, it's just really, really cool to observe. And so... As the the two teams started playing, it was it was a bit of a shit show. I'm I'm not gonna lie, and I didn't like the energy of it. And I thought this is gonna be the whole game. I don't even want to be here, um, because it was like our team couldn't play. They were constantly defending themselves from attacks. That's not playing a game. That's someone else trying to be dirty to win. Um, to me, that's not not showing your skill. Um, that's unconsciousness. Is what that is. That's that's functioning from fear. And it's not fun to observe that. I, I want to watch players believe in themselves and play from integrity. So I decided that I was going to be whatever was required in order for that to change. Okay, so again, I'm going to explain to you how I get out of my head. It's not about me controlling a game. It's about me in a state of being and making energy available to whoever wants to utilize that energy, if that makes sense. I'm not focused on our team winning or the other team losing. I'm focused on making every bit of energy available um, and maybe for another possibility to show up, if that makes sense. So I just asked the question, what energy, space, and consciousness can I be? And it's so funny because when you're seeing your team get attacked and you're watching your team struggling because of it and they're being distracted, it, it, it is very frustrating and it is it can be very stressful watching a game like that because you know it's not fair. It's not being played fair. So when I would go into what energy, space, and consciousness can I be, I would go into the zone and I was just like, gosh, it feels so good to be here. It's just amazing. It takes you out of this reality into another, maybe it's another dimension. I can't, I can't tell you. I'm just inviting you guys to play with it for yourselves. And so the energy changed and the game changed. And let me tell you, the rest of the game was so exciting. It was so amazing. And yes, of course, our team won, which was awesome. But um, I had to acknowledge again that I was being something for another possibility to show up. And it's really, really powerful. So I was being that light in the darkness. Okay, so I was being consciousness so that the team had awareness. And then from there, they got to play in the zone too. So... That's the best way I can describe it. Don't underestimate the power of your your ability to change energy through being conscious, through being wisdom and consciousness, through into situations, just through a state of being. So I invite you to play with it. Um, listen to day two of the meditation where I talk about energetic barriers. Start to become aware of those energetic barriers and just know that if you're, you know, if you work in the public and you, you know, you, there's always negative people just try lowering your barriers and you'll you'll start to see them soften. You know, they might come in really grumpy and in a bad mood and because you are willing to lower your barriers and allow them to be grumpy and in a bad mood, okay? Getting out of judgment of the situation as right or wrong, good or bad, 
but allow being an allowance of a different possibility to show up will change everything. It will completely change everything. So thank you for listening today. Thank you for being with me on this journey. Thank you for showing up here. Um, I will continue to show up and do episodes with all of you, speaking to the energies that are available to me, the topics that I feel drawn to speak about. And I'm going to be continuing with the 10-day meditation series um, and what I can contribute to you that way. So, so, so grateful for you. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.